What's up, everybody? This is Healing Intentions, and I'm your host, Dr. Adrian Mimetti. This podcast is about natural health and wellness, mental health, cannabis, psychedelics, philosophy, and spirituality. Today, my guest is Jenner Sekiri. Jenner, a social capitalist at heart, is a third-year practicing Esquire with a fervent passion of and for the education of decentralized principles and intermediary-less values. Let's get started. And we're live. Um, super excited. Uh, special episode here. I'm recording at uh, the backyard of my cousin and good friend Jenner Sekiri's house. What's, what's going on, Jenner? What's going on, man? You're in the OG SD. <laughs> you live in San Diego, right? Uh-huh. You're in San Dimas now. Uh-huh. That's it. The uh the original SD. I the like original that. gangsta OG. <laughs> I love that man. Yeah, so I figured, you know, you've been down my neighborhood a few times. Now it's time for me to come up here. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot of exciting information to share. I know that you Hey, but real quick though. Yeah, I've been to your neighborhood in SD. But what other neighbors have I been to? Rockford? <laughs> Come on, brother. Oh, yeah. All over. Everywhere. You, wait, wait, we, I remember when we first met or and when you came here with Iyad. Uh-huh. And that 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 trip, like, is hella memorable to me. That is a good and one. Then, and then, obviously, since then, like, we've had, you know, multiple, either, whether it's Illinois, one of my spring breaks when I was in college. Yeah. That I have great pictures from there. I yeah. swear I'll show you later. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, prime times at the montage. Uh-huh. Remember that? That was my profile picture for I don't know how the fuck long, like. <laughs> the montage, Laguna Beach. What a beautiful spot. Yeah, man. You you inspired me, honestly, to my love of California from very early on. I remember coming and visiting out here and just being like, wow, this is amazing. And you guys just being so chill and just being, just having, you know, good impressions, good vibes of. And, and just We're good. family, bro. Exactly. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, like I always use it as an example of like you can have family you're really close to that happens to be really close, you know, your first cousins or whatever. Or you could have more distant family and you're even closer than your first cousins or whatever sometimes. So it's just it's pretty cool. And so, you're younger, too. So, you know, so what's what would you label a, uh, a person who's like who is family or is like family, but is also like one of your good friends or best friends what would you label that wow i'm hitting you with something that's a good one do you do you, do you know anywhere where i'm going with this i don't i have one word to man, what in mind it? what is it companion i like that that's so look in my heart f- like f- you don't get to choose your family you get to choose your friends mm-hmm. so that's i think like part of physical law you know yeah yep. and then when you combine the best of both, you know, family and friends, that's companionship. I I agree, man. I Thank love you. that. You you are a, a wordsmith. Uh, you know, that's what you got trained in very well, among many other things in law school over at UCLA. Shout out. And uh, and so, you know, you, you, you became a wordsmith uh, by profession. <laughs> y- yes, but. Uh, and this might be a nice little time to segue into the meat of our discussion. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, thankfully, like, I, I, like objectively, I have a pretty impressive uh, track record, you know. But 
I would say from 2010 to 2020, like outwardly, I was people would assume I'm optimistic, but inwardly, I was pretty pessimistic. Mm. And, you know, people say you can't change or people don't change, but I don't believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. Because, so if 2000, if we presume from 2010 to 2020, Jenner was a pessimist internally and he didn't have, he constantly struggled with inner peace. When he came across blockchain technology this last December, mm. he get invested in crypto before 2017, 18, but that was gambling. That was not investing, right. you know, like I, in, in like three weeks, me and my boy Zaid Alashini, shout out, bro. <laughs> we, we, we flipped a, a cool couple grand into, you know, some good money. And then we, we cashed out a little bit and then we lost it all because uh-huh. it was gambling. Right. Right. So this time I see the market heating up in December. I'm like. Uh, and I have my own law practice and mm-hmm. I didn't have that much work. It's towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to spend my time learning the underlying technology. Mm. And I'm just so thankful for blockchain because it is the catalyst that changed me from a pessimist now to an optimist. Oh, wow. Thank God. That's beautiful, man. Wow. Yeah. So obviously that's, you know, you came to me what was it just a few months ago and said hey man what was the date what was the date do you remember or like approximately Uh, january like early mid or late does it it doesn't matter it's immaterial when you came with your parents for oh but that was that was with with my fiance like that was before i was engaged remember yeah yeah yeah. so but uh when i came more recently with my brother when was that when we came in you know down, down to sd Man, I don't know. Time's flying. It's so interesting. It's around a month ago. Sure. So so late January, early February. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But you came to me and you said, you know how you're you, you've been so passionate about cannabis all these years. He's like, I found my passion, man. It's blockchain. I was like, oh, oh blockchain wow. dot. Crypto. Dot. Blockchain dot. What's my IG blockchain dot uh, education. Okay. Yes. So yes. I'm gonna plug it. At blockchain dot education oh. IG. That's where we're at right now. I'm building an organization, God willing, with his permission. Uh-huh. So we'll see what happens with that. But I'm just thankful I have a great cousin like you that has amazing equipment yes. to record dope stuff. And what is the title of the podcast again? It's Healing Intentions. And right now you're healing me, brother, and you don't awesome. even know it. Awesome, man. That's what it's all about, dude. Just connecting and sharing our passions, you know, and that's what we're doing right now. And your passion's blockchain, and and educating people about it, and so. Do you, do you know do you do you know why I want like I I feel the passion like I'm okay so let's go back to a little bit to uh, late December. Okay. And um, so I start studying this, like you know, uh, with all my like mediums and platforms like, you know, Google searches, random articles, YouTube videos. Sure how the contemporary student learns, right? Mm-hmm. Using all of your shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning, learning. And then, like, I, I think it was early January, I saw it. And now we can, we can, you can say the title of this podcast. Demystifying Decentralization. Love it, love it. I swear I love that phrase in my heart so much. You don't <laughs> even know. Yeah. It, there's a lot in that in those two words. So what is the what is okay? 
demystifying you like that's your that you're like uh you're more knowledgeable in that because of with your background or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and maybe i am too but i don't want to talk about it. what does decentralization mean to you it just means that it's not controlled by a small group of people it's spread the control spread out love it love yeah. it love it love it all right so probably early january okay i didn't see it meaning I see it more every day. The more I learn, the more I see it. Uh -huh. But I started seeing it early January after a couple of weeks of studying. And, dude, I was, you know, in my office. You've seen it. on Like, I have a little Chase couch. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there. It's right next to a window. And I would start, like, you know, like, early, like early afternoon or, like, late morning. And I would study it, like, 10, 12, 14 hours a day. Wow. Not even noticing when it goes from light to dark. Wow. And the window's right next to me. That's where the passion comes from. Yeah, um, I started seeing it, started seeing it, and then, and then I uh, more and more I uh, started seeing it. Then I started preaching it from levels of, you know, um, unfortunately people that are like relatively uneducated, uh -huh. and all the way up to one of my former bosses. I used to work in-house counsel for the company, um, and this guy, you know, pretty wealthy by any means, any mm -hmm. standard, mm -hmm. and. So in one day, I spent 11 plus hours preaching blockchain, starting from that low, the lowest uneducated level. And these are, and these are all people that are either my peers and I'm 26 or mm -hmm. older. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can figure out what kind of jobs they have. It doesn't matter. It's immaterial. But I started there and it, it, these, it took different amounts of time until they saw it. And I don't blame them. I blame the situation because uh, of, of whatever. And I blame, you know, myself and not being able to do it more efficiently. But it is what it is. <laughs> um, but from that day, if we go from a spectrum of uneducated to a like by any standard, a, a very successful man. I talked to five groups for 11 hours. Mm -hmm. And then like the, the median would be my peers at, like in one day. I started in uh, a golfing uh, with uh, some family members, my cousins, and uh, my dad and my uh, and my brother. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing with him, I, I wanted to be with my cousin. I wanted to just preach blockchain to him and see like how how good I am, an educator. Right. And I don't. I say educator on purpose. I'm not a teacher. I'm trying to be an educator. The power dynamics are different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, each one it took a little bit longer for which group. Once they saw it and then got almost as excited as me. And one day I started in, and people who live in SoCal will understand the mileage I did. <laughs> Starting, okay, San Dimas and then driving to Upland Golf. From Upland to shout out P Town, Pomona. Pomona all the way to Woodland Hills next to almost Calabasas. Wow. And then. Uh, that, that was the culmination. That was the last group was my peer group. A hey, shout out Olympic agency. Y'all Kings keep doing the work you do. So we and then in through them, I met this dope ass dude named Noah. Shout out Noah Imura. <laughs> dope ass dude. Uh -huh. And um, he already knew about block. Like, so when I was preaching to my peers that night, he uh, I would get too excited and then lose my train of thought. And he uh -huh. would fill in my sentences. Uh huh. Hella, hella dope. And then we talked after. And then since then, like, 
You know, it's probably been a couple months I've known him, and I put him in like six group chats. Like, <laughs> and we only got multiple times. He came to San, San Dimas, and then we got all you can eat sushi. And he taught me how to, you know, he, oh, he's, he's half Japanese, half like white, basically. He's nice. a dope ass dude. Nice. And I uh, grew up, in, uh, was born in Japan until 16. And then um, basically, I, I consider him blockchain.creative. Wow. Love that. Not influencer okay. per se. He doesn't care about that type of stuff. He just, what his eyes see and can, from his mind sees to what he can make through, he's a cinematographer. Mm. I'll show you some of his videos later. Cool. So dope. Cool, cool. And so with him, as I'm, this is along my journey, and then, um, so uh, yeah, as along, I'm, I'm along my journey. It's going very well, and I'm super excited. And I just want to give much love to everyone that's helped me so far. W one final shout out: number one, number two, and number three, Sanat Sakiri. Number four, Jeff. And then you know the rest of y'all. Love you all. Much love. Now. Awesome. I want to get into what's up with this whole blockchain finance thing. What do you understand, Adrian, right now? And in, in, in your, uh, you're you're very intelligent in mm -hmm. your understanding of blockchain technology. Or if you want cryptos, if you want to focus on cryptos, which I call blockchain dot finance. Mm -hmm. And then I'll plug in a shameless plug. Uh, IG. So mine is blockchain dot education, and Neil, my brother, is blockchain dot finance. So we're going, we're growing organically. We ain't paying for shit. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't doing none of that. I got, I got homies that are influencers. They're helping me along the way. So you guys just follow along. Um, so. But what's my understanding of it? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I hijacked <laughs> the fucking mic again. <laughs> God, I'm telling you, bro. My tongue is my curse. I'm yeah, trying to get better. I, yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, no, <clears throat> it's pretty basic, honestly, man. I mean, I heard about Bitcoin a few years ago, um, I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Andreas Papadopoulos guy, I think his name is. He's written some books about it and, you know, he's been out there. But uh, I, I don't know that much, to be honest, man. I just know the basics of kind of the blockchain technologies, like the core of it all. And then there's, yeah, like the so what, 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 finance and different parts of it. But, yeah, cryptocurrencies are basically, I think, the future because it's going to take over you know this a different way of banking I, I understand that the way we do banking now with the fiat money and everything is there's a lot of bs to that so this this is a a way of uh exchanging money that is just a lot easier and value. efficient don't say money say value value right right let's 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 start going away from the centralized words yeah the so that's word, that's world. basically it man so yeah just give us a rundown like you're talking to somebody that's never heard about this and is just brand new you know, just run it from the beginning. You know, I'll just let you talk for a while now. All right, bro. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I start this, this is, for one, the this whole thing that my whole passion is, there's absolutely just one absolute source in the world, and I do it for him, and I try to be a good follower. Mm -hmm. So if we go back, like, you know, let's just talk about biblical times. Adam and Eve, that point... You know, there's only two people in the world in theory, um, but, uh, you know, society slowly gets co more complex, complex, complex. Then you start interacting and most importantly, trading with foreigners, people that you don't innately trust. Mm -hmm. You know, it's too many, once, once society gets so complex, there is natural uncertainty in trade. Mm -hmm. 
and you'll see along the way what that like the just how the way the physical laws operate and whatever like there is it when you're dealing with someone you don't trust that's just what happens so um as societies became more complex and trade routes become more distant we developed institutions like banks corporations governments to manage trade <clears throat> and uh so as uncertainty and complexity grew personal control grows lower so um you basically need a centralized institution to reduce uncertainty mm-hmm. so we can connect and exchange value in this physical world um and you provide the uh, like in centralized institutions provide trust in like peer to peer transactions, interactions, connections. Okay. Right. Right. So um, we're fast forwarding through time, and let's talk about capitalism and institutions. Mm-hmm. And right now, like the West is a pretty capitalist society. You know, like a pretty extreme capitalist society. Oh yeah. And it's not good. It's it's part of the reason the pandemic happened. It's the economy is too efficient. To there's no lag to allow for you know a pandemic to not spread. It's too built too efficient. The global economy. Mm-hmm. So, in capitalism and centralized institutions, this is my personal belief. So who knows? Who knows what's the actual thing? Who knows? Okay. And my belief is the spoils go to the first best innovator, and his offspring, forever, at the expense. Of the masses, so mm. you know the 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 guy whoever invents something new, it's so brilliant, and then you that usually that family becomes the oppressor over time, mm-hmm. like the Rockefellers and the sure the whatever you want to call it. It just yep. it's a it's a never ending cycle in this world. It's just oppression oppressors of the oppressed, and then then once the oppressed get too much, I mean, when, uh, once they, you know, team up and band together, yeah. usually some of those people become the oppressors. It doesn't matter. Right. Just the, how this world works. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. Um, but so in regards to capitalism and institutions, mm-hmm. um, the first best innovators family gets to, you know, dominate until a drastic external event happens like war or government intervention. Okay. And, I, and like you know, everyone should know that I have a legal background, so these words mean a lot to me. And like, government intervention and uh, would be like you know, for example, the government denying or splitting up a company, which might happen to the big the Fang stocks soon. Who knows? Mm. But innate human greed equals this cycle just repeats itself and compounds generationally, where the top one percent only let in a few people into their class. Mm-hmm. While the poor class just gets bigger every year. Yep. Result? What is the result? Disappearing middle class. Yep. But strong middle class is it uh, is in usually I think is a strong indicator of a fair economy. So the U.S. has been a downward trend in this regard since 2006. In my, you know, humble or whatever you want to say, an unhumble opinion. So ask yourself: Should our society even allow billionaires? Wouldn't even a hundred million be enough for most of those billionaires? I know for me, you give me a hundred mil, I go straight to Laguna Niguel, <laughs> buy a twenty million dollar house mm-hmm. on the beach, 
30 mil in toys for myself and gifts for others. And I'll still have 50 mil for progeny, bro. It's so crazy to me that we allow individuals to hoard intellectual property with impunity for generations. Fuck, man. Yeah. For sure. I agree. I agree. And I've heard that same, uh, that same thing said. Yeah, Adrian, uh, Adrian, take the mic real quick. I need to get some water. I'm getting too aggravated. <laughs> For sure, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. It's easy to get worked up and emotional. I get a lot of topics. You guys can see where my passion comes from. <clears throat> I, I, as a lawyer, inherently, I, I feel like it's my obligation to be a protector of the oppressed. You know, I did some corporate bullshit law, whatever. I mean, not bullshit. I learned a lot. You know, I'm thankful for the people that I was with. But, you know, it is what it is. And now I found my passion. I'm very thankful. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a different level of living when you when you're working with what you're passionate about versus just, you know, just working just for working. And you got to do what you got to do to survive, you know, at the end of the day. But <coughs> if, if you can, you know, get to that, <coughs> that level of working uh, into something that you're really into, it's it's not work anymore. You know, it's like play. So big so, facts, big facts. Okay, uh, what's uh, what's next in the? So now we we're, we just last went off on where U.S. has been on a downward trend in <clears throat> a diminishing middle class. Yep. Very bad. Uh huh. It's usually when revolutions happen. Sure. Yep. So I fervently believe blockchain is the inevitable and current only solution to this problem. So we'll see what happens if you know the people that are in charge of developing the world of blockchain and web 3.0 and all this other stuff that you'll at the end of this conversation will understand these words mm -hmm. we'll see what happens mm -hmm. but you know it's always good versus evil and you know who knows who's gonna win mm -hmm. um now let's let's talk about blockchain technology okay do you know like does do those two words mean anything to you adrian like i'm asking for a, not that much not that much right yeah and to most people yeah, I mean, to most people. Right. But, I mean, it's, it has, like, basically three words. Block, chain. What was the last word? Technology. Technology. What is technology? It's like a tool, right? That's yeah. all it is. Our phones, technology, everything. Is initially, it's a technology and then becomes ubiquitous. Right. It just who knows how long it takes. Blockchain is here to stay, my friend. Uh-huh. So what is blockchain? Blockchain, to me, is the most revolutionary innovation in modern human history wow. so just bear with me bear, bear with me. it's it's like for me that's how much it means now we're we're entering a stage in this world where we don't need institutions centralized institutions aka people or you know big companies as middlemen technology alone software technology alone is now can be the middleman which is blockchain which equals lower uncertainty yes Wow. If I knew how to snap, right now I'd be snapping. <laughs> I don't know how to snap. I never learned. I never learned. But, go. hey, we hey, don't need to learn everything. I can't whistle, you know? Yeah, so, so you, you know, we all got, you know. Yeah. Hopefully my fiance one day teaches me to snap <laughs> well, when I got gray hairs. I love it. All right. Love you, Bianca. Shout, uh, out. shout out. So what's next? So now we can... Do you think we should talk about like the problems blockchain solves uh, first or talk about what comprises that word blockchain technology in my heart? 
Yeah. What Which does one? it define it first? Yeah. So or, instead of, okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Let me just start at the basics. I got you. I mean, I can go from child to teenager to grad student to, yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm never going to be an expert. You can right. always learn more. Right. But right now, I think I'm at the grad student level of, of blockchain knowledge. Okay. But we'll see. Okay. Um, Catch us up a little bit. So, look, I have a little script or a little shindig I do. Mm-hmm. How about you be my foil? Okay. My counterpart. Um, All right, Adrian. Have you ever traded anything? Yeah. What have you traded? Give me like uh, I need a real like a really specific example. I can uh, give you a hint to speed it up or okay, yeah. like eBay. Yeah. Have I've you used, do, have you I've, do, have I've you sold used? and bought on eBay a okay. lot? Okay. Yeah. Right. So what is the centralized institution in that transaction? Sorry, I'm getting uh, sick close. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. eBay. Right. eBay. eBay. As its institution. And how much does eBay take from you in that transaction? I don't remember 10% or ten, I yeah. think it's 15 to 15, be honest, but I don't, yeah. I don't know. I have never actually sold any. I think it varies by it, product. Yeah, maybe yeah. it varies. Who cares? It doesn't Whatever. matter. But it's pretty high, right? Yeah. It's pretty fucking high. Big you time. know, you have a finance background. You know that's oh, pretty yeah. damn high. As oh, a middleman? Big time. Just to provide trust? 15%? Yep. How much do you think it costs to have an app on the, on the Apple App Store? I don't know. How much percent of your profits after, after you pay off 5%? all your- 5%? 5? Yeah. No, dog. Keep going up. <laughs> 10, 20. You guys can't see me, but my finger keeps going up, up, up. 30. Yup. Wow. Now I think they're changing the rules, Google and them. I don't know. Wow. They're, 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 they're only going to take, yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking, dude. Just to host our, our apps, right? Like, fuck, what the hell? That's not fair. Anyways, I love Apple products. Not going to lie. Like, I'm, a, I'm an Apple fiend. Uh-huh. But um, it's not fair for the little guy, right? It's the oppression. Right. So... <coughs> Why did you choose eBay? Because they were had a, a big trusted marketplace. Where so you wait, stop in that. Stop in that word trust. That's it. That's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> so you tr- you can't if you whatever you sold to some foreigner. Right. You needed eBay to fucking you know have trust in the transaction. And really, it was about the reviews. Deeper than that, if somebody no had when more you're reviews. selling. Right. When you're selling, yeah, just somebody that yeah. you you need eBay to sell someone from Rockford to San Diego. Right. 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 You need it like. How are you going to do that if you don't know them? Mm-hmm. You trust them to... Okay, so now we can talk about one basic problem that blockchain solves. Mm-hmm. Or... Honestly, that flows better with the second generation cryptos. I, I won't get off track. Okay. So, um, we choose eBay because of trust. Blockchain is simply a tool that replaces eBay. AKA eBay is just a company or a brand or a greedy middleman and these type of entities are no longer needed for trust in the middle of financial human trade or transactions like trade. You don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, we'll see how also. So when I say blockchain dot finance, that means something that we're only talking about cryptos. There's a huge world. It's literally the next level. It's the next level for me. Uh-huh. So there's lots of those innately greedy middlemen in society today like apple even though we love them but that's so unfair mm-hmm. that take an unnecessary proportion of the trader transactions like banks and governments companies like we used to need them to ensure that our trades ha- happen safely but like now we don't mm-hmm. it's so sick but also like don't worry because it's not too late guys if you're hearing this it's still early we'll talk about scalability later mm-hmm so okay. blockchain, you with it? You with uh-huh. me? You uh-huh. feel me? 
Oh yeah. Keep going. So how does it work? And in the guild of tech, the blockchain technology is used rather than centralized institutions to build trust. You understand that, right? Uh-huh. So how it works, it's, it's a network of supercomputers that ha all have the same histories of trade <clears throat> that have already happened, like AKA in the past, mm -hmm. which in other words, it's a ledger. You know what a ledger is. Adrian, can, yeah. you can you define for the audience what a ledger is in your own words? Um, just like a journal of transactions or even, even like in what I can say, even simpler accounting system yeah. on, pa on paper or right. now on the computer, right? Or digital. Yeah. yeah or digital, whatever. Mm -hmm. So now you see it's, it's just a bunch of computers, right? Just operating. And now you'll see, okay, the next step, you understand it's computers that are the miners that add to the blockchain. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that record the transactions. The miners, you guys hear about these words, these miners, these miners, mm -hmm. they're making they're making Bitcoin by themselves or whatever. Just all you need is a computer. OK, look, in theory, don't even try to mine because you you need so much money to compete with miners. Don't even worry about that stuff. So now let's focus on the word word decentralization. Mm -hmm. Define it for me, Adrian, again. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll define it if you don't yeah, want to. Please. Um, <laughs> so. In regards to decentralizing that ledger that we talked about, that accounting system, instead of that list being held by one corporation, i.e. eBay, mm -hmm. eBay holds its own ledger. That's how it provides trust. Mm -hmm. It's held by everyone on the network, all the supercomputers. So, like, you know, everyone, different computers, you know, one computer can be a bad guy, one per computer can be a good, uh, a good guy, bad guy, it doesn't matter. Uh -huh. It's just supercomputers that are just coordinating with each other uh -huh. simultaneously. So the list, the ledger, it's held by all those computers at the same time. And for to add more blocks to the chain, you, all the computers need to validate it. Mm -hmm. So once it's validated by everyone, as long, okay, blockchain is beautiful and perfect. And, uh, uh, as long as 51% of the actors on the compute on the network are good guys. Mm. If 51% control is by bad guys, then you can go back and change time in theory of the past change and do whatever the fuck you want. But we're assuming right now that the good guys are winning. Interesting. So wow. makes sense, right? Uh huh. So decentralization, and that was off the dome, bro. This is not even any, that was like, I didn't, that was my first time I ever thought of that. <laughs> I love you. I love you, bro. Hey, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say when you get? What are you, gonna, what are you supposed to say? Say it into the mic. Mashallah. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Praise be to him. There's only him. All right. So, <sighs> decentralization. Instead of that list being held by one centralized institution, it's held by everyone, validated by all, which then gets added to the ever-growing, constantly updating list. Mm -hmm. Blockchain ledger. Okay. You feeling me? Okay. Are you still with me yeah. or you got questions? So you're at the ledger now. So we talked about how the ledger is decentralized right now. That's what we, in hopefully, we've proven. Okay. Are you ready for the next step or mm -hmm. you got questions? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So after decentralization, that's what blockchain, that's the one, that's the first thing it does. Second thing, how is it secure? How is it? 
fucking secure. Cryptography. Mm. You, have you heard of that word? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you? Uh, I mean, if you don't, if you don't want to answer, just <laughs> hit it back to me. Don't trip because I have the answer right in front of me. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I love hey, light it. Hey, this, light this for me, bro. Light, light this little bla- uh, black and mild wine. And, you know, hopefully tonight is the last night or, you know, before, after sunset or sunrise tomorrow, my intention, you hear me, is to not to sm- stop smoking nicotine. There we go. All I, right. I support that. Thank you, my neuropath, neutral, whatever, neuropathic, naturopathic, naturopathic. naturopathic doctor, cousin, homie. Companion. Oh, there we go. There, thank you for lighting it. Uh, take the mic real quick, because I want to drink some water before I smoke this. My throat's hella dry because <coughs> of my passion. Wow. Yes. So, so yeah, we're we're having a good time over here in San Dimas, trying to educate everybody about blockchain. Jenner's got a lot of passion. I'm just gonna let him keep going because he has and, a lot. And and I'm to sorry share. if ever like if you know me and if my passion comes off as anger or like inconsiderateness trust me like no. i well uh, i j- get it i get it though yeah, yeah sometimes it can and uh, i like that's i'm working on that day by day to you know deliver my message more appropriately because mm-hmm. it's, it's truly out of passion and yes. and care for care for the oppressed i have a i feel i feel an obligation to protect is that what it comes down to at the end of the day why you're so into this because you feel like deep down it it's it's gonna change things it, it, at for least the, for the best look, dude look in my opinion, in the next from 2020 to 2030, mm-hmm. like I'm going to try to look into properties in Africa and Latin America mm-hmm. because once 5G becomes ubiquitous in those places, they literally and, and it's going to probably coincide with blockchain being able to scale. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to just like they were able to from like skip like they went from landline straight to like 3g or whatever right, and maybe right, they're right. stuck at 3g i don't know right now but in theory let's say they're stuck at 3g they're gonna skip lte or they're gonna skip 4g lte and then go straight to 5g which is in theory the internet of things right and like if you want to make money like uh in the and and, and i think it's gonna be you invest in real estate there because who knows you you can talk now about or it doesn't matter it doesn't matter let's get back on uh yeah let's get back on blockchain blockchain decentralized finance so where so where are you at in the story so we're at we're at we're, we're let's go back to cryptography real quick okay it uses cryptography to encrypt the data so that uh you don't know the transaction details but you know the transaction is there because on the list the block is like a general marker on the ledger each block is like a general marker Okay. So you don't have anonymity, but you have privacy. That's what uh, uh, cryptography gives you. So okay. cryptography, all these things, like they, the, whoever Satoshi Nakamoto is, God bless you. He's yeah. the one that combined and, and in 2008 did this. It's so wild. Wow. Way ahead of his time. Well, I mean, no, no. It. Okay, well, my thing, what I believe is he saw what happened in 2008, the fucked up capitalist, mm. that, that crash, and he's like, this is, this keeps happening. For the last hundred years, this is what capitalism leads to. So I think blockchain is just the natural evolution of the next stage of life. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know when Judgment Day is, but mm-hmm. like we're r- right now, all we can assume in, in my heart is that blockchain technology is the next level. I love that. Of everything. I love that. Yeah, not just finance. That's just one part. People think cryptocurrency is, the, is what it okay, is. Okay, in That's- the economic spectrum, let's say on the left side is capitalism, on the right side is communism, in the middle is socialism. Is that uh-huh. correct? Sure. Yeah. 
So I think ideally, if you want everyone to be happy, you need to be in the middle. It needs to be socialism. Yeah. But in the West, we've sprung so far in capitalism, or the global economy has gone so far capitalistic interest, interest, uh, debt-based financing. It's so out of whack. The next stage to to swing the pendulum back to, you know, communism per se, right? Communism got failed or whatever, Mm -hmm. but who knows? I think where I'm at in my life is social capitalism in that. So you see the spectrum. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, and you talked about a universal income too, as a fact. Yeah, well, that's that's another. We'll, we'll talk on a different podcast. Yeah, okay. Part, that's that's Jenner's personal philosophy. We that's don't need part two. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, part two, three, four. We got all all of our lives, cousin. Yes, sir. You just make sure I take care of my body because you're. I don't know how to take care of my body. You know, you <laughs> I know got you. Yeah, I got that you. naturopathic shit. Yes, sir. Facts. All right. So cryptography does what it does. General market. You guys get that. Rewind if you don't understand it. Put it on 0.5 speed. I don't care. <laughs> So now let's talk about the double spending problem in centralized economics. Do you do, do those words mean anything to you? Mm-mm. So, for example, Ashley goes to a business to trade, oh. and she he, she shows her credibility. The business then agrees to a payment plan. The business gives her the product. She walks out the store. Mm-hmm. So let's say her credibility was her bank statement, right? That's their security in the transaction. Who knows how they securitize it? That's a different legal issue. Don't worry about that. Okay. I'm trying to, uh, me and Adrian are trying to not bust up laughing right now. <laughs> oh, I love you, cousin. Oh, you're awesome, bro. Oh, say, what are you going to say? <laughs> there we go. Protect me, Adrian. I'm always protecting you, bro. Thank Good you, Good vibes. That, yeah, that's why you're like 6'2 and I'm 5'5. Five, five. <laughs> I need your protection, brother. Security guard, underground, shout out. On a security guard, honorary security. <laughs> All right. So now let's get back to Ashley. Okay. So let, she walks out. Let, let's say Ashley went to, a, to the Ferrari dealership and she showed whatever credit she needed to show to get the keys and to walk off the lot with it, right? Mm-hmm. Until that transaction is processed and all the everything that happens, she can literally drive next door from Ferrari dealership to McLaren and mm. do the exact same thing right. in centralized economics. Right. That's the double spending problem. Interesting. Right? You see okay. where right? she can double spend. That's not fair. The yeah. fuck? Now, then the people that gave the product from a legal perspective, from a legal perspective, hear this from a lawyer. You guys have heard this before. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah. If you have possession of the asset... It's the burden is on the other person to recover the nine tenths. Like you're, yeah. you're like you can disappear. Anyways, I'm not recommending that. That's not legal <laughs> advice. <laughs> oh shit! We'll put a disclaimer in the show notes. You, whatever at the beginning or at the end, and then like, hey, have you heard of uh, Robin Hood Snacks Daily, the no. podcast? No. It's like you know Robin Hood the app. Oh yeah. So they 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 bought this company, these two guys, and they talk about like every day. It's like a 15 minute. They recorded the night before, and it comes available 5 a.m. Eastern cool. uh, uh, Pacific time. Okay. And at the end, in the beginning, they always put, like, in the beginning, it's a song disclaimer. At the end, they're like, we have not. <laughs> we are owners of this. We are owners. Listen, I'm not advising shit. Okay, yeah. All right. This is just education. Education only purposes. Right. You, what you're going to do after this is on you. you don't, don't bring this shit on my family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now. All right. So now we got the double spending problem. Yeah. So. Why and how does blockchain technology eliminate the double spending problem in economic trade? Adrian, I'm asking you, if you don't know the answer, it's because it's a decentralized 
super secure public ledger. All right. It like I now we can go back to it. It does so because it's a ledger that provides trust between both trading parties who don't know each other. Remember? Okay. Remember? Right. So because the public ledger logs all past transactions in the most transparent way possible, mm-hmm. the conclusion is blockchain technology and the first iteration of which you guys are all familiar with, Bitcoin BTC. Mm-hmm. It's just a really big ledger or accounting system that's operated by everyone and not just one company or or AKA centralized institutions. Uh-huh. When I started, when I made this conclusion, I was like, oh, shit, I need to tell my homies. I need to tell my, we need to get on this ASAP. Uh-huh. So when I came to your house in San Diego, yeah. you could see my passion. You're like, and you told me, why are you in such a rush, bro? Slow down. But I was just so, <laughs> remember, remember? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and thank you for calming me down. You're a calming yeah. presence for me. You yeah. gave me Sakina, which in, in Arabic means serenity. Uh-huh. You're a part of my Rizq, which in Arabic is wealth. Nice. It's like predetermined wealth. Uh-huh. Anyways. Um, it's a, it's a, just a really big ledger, the accounting system. Mm-hmm. And now we have trust via blockchain technology. But remember we were talking about 15, 30% decentralized institutions, right? What do you think the number of blockchain technology takes in part of the percentage of the transaction? Almost nothing, right? Well, like just go tenfold lower in, in every regard. So if you have, if you want, if you want decentralized eBay, instead of 15%, it should be 1.5%. Mm-hmm. If you want decentralized Google or decentralized App Store, it should, instead of 30%, it should be 3%, mm-hmm. right? Once blockchain scales, I think those are the numbers we're going to end up with, like tenfold cool. lower. Nice. Who knows? Exactly. It doesn't matter. It's immaterial which yeah. what the exact number is. but Right. Um, okay. So um, that is my spiel about what blockchain technology is. Okay. Now we sh- uh, we're going to pause real quick and take a little break. I'm going to, you know... I need a few minutes, and then we're going to get into, hold up, hold up, hold up, Adrian. We're going to get into cryptocurrencies, baby. How are we going to make money off this shit, homies? <laughs> All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. We back, right? We back, we back, we back. And I just wanted to be known as the perpetual oldest middle child. <laughs> the meanest. The Love mean, it. the average. Anyways, let's talk about blockchain finance. How are you guys about to make money off this shit, fam? Cryptocurrencies, baby. Let's get into it. Adrian, take the microphone. Let me find my note uh, <clears throat> so I can get back on. So, yeah, the big the big question is, is let's talk about. Let's get into the details of. Okay, blockchain, we understand the basics. And now we're talking about what's been on the news a lot. Bitcoin and the other coins and investing in cryptocurrencies and just all of that. Talk about that for us for a while. All right. And as I pass to the left, you need to ask your shit. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm on my phone a little bit and a lot of it. Sometimes it's off the dome. So sure. When I look up, then you see that shit. For sure. All right. So here and we I go. Say, Mashallah. <laughs> Don't forget. Right, Benny? Yes, sir. Right, Benny? Benny, hey, my little, my little cousin, my 12-year-old, shout out, Benny Sakiri. Yeah. Hey, don't be embarrassed, fam. You about to do big things one day. Stay on your path. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. <coughs> yep. Careful, Adrian. Don't, don't, don't inhale that shit. Well, That's a black and mild, fam. Black and mild wine. The, the Sakiri bro is fucking forte. <laughs> but no more nicotine after today, though. 
after I what did I say? Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders, and then I'm giving myself until sunrise. Anyways. There you go. Okay. All right. So, with the presumption that Bitcoin is the first iteration of uh, blockchain technology in finance. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about Bitcoin. You guys know what Bitcoin is. It's virtual gold, right? Um, but before that, let's talk about what gold is, mm-hmm. just so we define it, right? And then we're just going to add virtual, which means just internet, like, you know, right? Here, take this. Wait, one second. All right, all right, all right. All fucking around aside, anyways. So, gold in economics, as I understand it, my limited understanding, thank God, is... Um, Gold operates as a store of value, meaning when economies take a shit, when there's a depression, uh, when it recesses, recession, when there, when it depresses, depression, mm-hmm. people turn to stores of value because their fiat currency goes down in value, right? Mm-hmm. Dollar goes down, gold goes. So store of value is theoretically supposed to always stay the same. Store of value, it's in the name. Uh-huh. So why, why do you think, Adrian, or do you know why? Do you know why gold is a store of value? No. What what are it has two properties? One second, one second. Yeah, let me see that. Gold has two properties, right? It as a metal relative to other metals. The theory of relativity, Einstein, bless him, is very important. Or I don't even know if it's Einstein. I don't care. I'm so uh-huh. anti idols that I don't even know who came up with this shit. Uh-huh. But I respect the the work and dedication it takes to fucking think of some shit like theory of rel- relativity and i don't even know what that means really or even blockchain technology i don't even know the full capabilities bro I'm, this is the beginning uh-huh all right so store value in my understanding is has two properties immutability and uh it's the what was the word reserved huh oh f- yeah the word is finite amount thanks neil shout out that's that's at blockchain.finance. He joined the conversation right now. So, so hell yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, don't don't trip. We're we're we're, we're having a conversation, right? There's mm-hmm. no rush. We got mm-hmm. all night. Got all no night. rush. It just depends. If this part gets boring for you guys, just do it on two point x two x speed. It's easy, <laughs> dog. I fucking listen to most podcasts at one point five x speed. Do you really? Easy, okay. yeah. Like, anyways, anyway. Bill, shout out Bill Simmons. I love Bill Simmons. Uh, but uh, you're too slow for me, bro. Talk faster. I don't even know what you sound like in real life because I only know you through 1.5 speed. <laughs> okay, so. So, okay, thank you for getting me back on. I digress. So, uh, store of value, immutability, and finite amount, or known finite amount. Immutability relative to other metals, as in it weathers time, as in weather doesn't fuck with it. it it one gold bar today is likely the same exact thing that was a hundred years ago and a thousand years ago the wow. most precious metal we have gold mm-hmm. that's immutability neil pay attention dog <laughs> hey don't you i'm not even trying to patronize my little brother but that was about something else <laughs> uh, benny you good all right cool um so so, store, so store of value, gold, yep. it's immutable. I think I've proven that. Uh-huh. Two, there is a finite amount, meaning 
everyone knows how much gold there is in the reserve in the world. I think it's approximately twelve trillion dollars right now. Mm-hmm. And then each year, a little bit more gets mined. Okay. Right. And we're talking about gold. Yeah. Real gold, right? Uh-huh. So it gets mined, and then it just gets added to the reserve a little bit. All right. Okay. So now we understand what gold is and operates as a store of value relative. When economies go down, you should buy gold, right? So in the future, you're gonna buy Bitcoin because Bitcoin is virtual gold. Mm-hmm. So the limitations of gold is to secure, to transact, to do all of everything you want to do to trade with gold. It's impractical. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to carry it around. It's heavy. Whatever. Like if you want to trade something from here to get to with, buy something with gold for a guy that has a T-shirt in Japan. How the fuck are you going to do that? <laughs> That's so hard. Right. Yeah. In theory, I think Transfer. I read some number. It's like seven percent a year. Is transaction cost for gold? Wow! So people don't transact with it. It's too expensive. Right. Right. It's supposed to store value. So. So you could hold the gold on your phone. With now, now you're jumping the gun. <laughs> Patience. Patience. Okay. All right. All right. So. Take this. Okay. So, uh, one second. My mouth gets really dry from this shit. Honestly. I, I feel you. I just love inhaling, unlike Bill Clinton. <laughs> Remember when he said, I did oh, not yeah. inhale? Yes. That fucking guy. Anyways, I love lawyers sometimes because that's I a know. lawyer answer. I know. I smoked, but I did not inhale. What the hell does that mean, bro? I mean, yeah. Technically. You can't. Right? You do that with cigars, but not like THC or whatever the fuck they were talking about. That, that mm-hmm. shit's hilarious to me. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So um, now it's on your phone, like you said. And so transaction costs, if we go by the principle of they should decrease tenfold once this is scalable, or Bitcoin's already scalable. So it's as a store of value, like now you want to buy, okay, now it's like so easy when you do it within like, I think the Bitcoin network, how long do you think to, okay, okay, so I'm jumping the gun too, that's Ethereum to send the Bitcoin. But I'm just saying as a store of value, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the first generation of cryptocurrency, meaning it's static mm. and it only utilizes blockchain technology. Okay. The further generations keep adding crazy, crazy shit on top of it. It's so awesome. Right, Neil? Fucking dope. Mm-hmm. So, um, you guys see it. It's in theory, it's easy to think why gold should, if to transact with gold, it should cost you 0.7% instead of 7%. You can fucking send that shit. It's on your phone from one phone to another phone. Mm-hmm. But you, like before, it was, it was weird how you would send it in the, before Ethereum, before the second generation of crypto, it was weird. But now what Ethereum does, now let's, okay, so we've, we talked about the first asset class, the first iteration of crypto, the first generation. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Now we okay. define that. So you do whatever you want about Bitcoin. However much gold you think you should own, you should own that much Bitcoin because that's the next gold. Like, mm-hmm. fuck off gold. But I mean, buy it for mm-hmm. your lady friends or your male friends. No, not for your male friends. <laughs> buy it for your lady friends. Okay, males shouldn't wear gold. Anyways. Uh, Man, a lot of males wear gold. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, look at Trump, bro. Everything he fucking has is gold. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck Trump. Anyways. <laughs> social capitalism, y'all. All right. So... And like I don't, I don't, I don't disrespect Republicans or Democrats. It's, I, I just fucking hate Trump. Like that's all. Mm-hmm. Just fuck that guy. Yeah, we could have our opinions. Yeah, everyone can have their own. But all right. So now we're going into here, Adrian. I'm Na- good. Okay, all right, Neil, you gotta you gotta rotate with me then. All right. So second generation of crypto, 2014. This 
freaking amazing fellow. I don't know. I hope to meet you soon one day, bro. Vitalik Buterin. I think that's how I pronounce your name, brother. But he took it to the next level, meaning he's the one that thought up. He took blockchain technology and he added this thing called smart contracts. And mm. that equals Web 3.0. Mm. So that's Ethereum. Now we're talking about Ethereum. So um, my brother knows the story more because he did the research and he just told me about it. But um, mm -hmm. so Ethereum, think of right now, think of a virtual, think of a highway right now. Think of your favorite freeway, the 405 freeway, whatever the fuck, uh -huh. right? In the real world. And now think of Ethereum being a virtual highway. Okay. And so Ethereum is the nonprofit organization. It's called Ethereum. Their token, their minted coin, not token, sorry, don't, their minted coin is ETH, E-T-H. So that's how you essentially transact with the network, and that's where smart contracts come in, but just bear with me. Mm -hmm. So just recap real quick what I just told you. Uh, ETH is the mm -hmm. Bitcoin, is the coin of the Ethereum network and ethereum is like a highway of of transacting basically. you're doing brilliant that's great okay. thank you for reorienting me thank you so you're welcome think of now we talked we established what blockchain technology was in the first half of the podcast now think of ethereum as the first time in human history the average joe can directly invest in infrastructure have in your financial background adrian do you do you can you conceive of right now how can mean you can buy part of a highway? Right. No, no you can't. Right. It's like it's like only like Obama part. is like if you're in Orange County, you can donate certain money and they name it after you. Mm. But I mean, whatever. Who cares? Like who owns the? It's the government or whatever. It doesn't matter who f actually owns it. But the average Joe can't invest in infrastructure and promote it and receive. I don't like. Uh, don't worry about dividends, but eventually receive dividends. Yeah. Fucking passive income. Anyways, that's the full theoretical potential, but we're far from that. Right. So don't worry about that. Um, Interesting. So, okay. So Ethereum got built and then, so then what, what so else? So it's a virtual infrastructure, the web 3.0. Mhm. Mm okay. So, um, and don't worry, guys, don't worry about web 1.0, 2.0. It's you already, you live in it right now. Web 3.0 is what we're talking about. Ethereum, second generation of crypto. Now let's get into smart contracts. All right. What smart contracts do, it removes a different type of middleman. It removes escrow services. Oh, wow. That's big. That's By big. smart contracts, fam. Can you now, you, you, you know these words. Yeah. Can you describe now what I just, what I'm thinking? And if you if you don't worry about messing up, because then I, I'm here to like you know educate. Uh, so so that could be used like in the mortgage industry. Okay, brilliant. Let's first example, guys. And like Adrian's gonna watch my hands, and I'm gonna try to talk about it. But just it's I always talk about spectrums. Mm -hmm. So on the left hand of the spectrum is the buyer, a person that has money that wants to buy a house, and then on the right hand of the spectrum is the seller who has the deed to her property. Right. So what is the next layer of middlemen? It's my dad, right? Mm-hmm. Tell, tell him what, what my dad does. Shout out, Pops. Jevair Shakiri. 
the the OG, the patriarch, I fuck with you. <coughs> mortgages, right? No, no, no. Uh, not the mortgage part. You know, oh. buy, buy the, the, the brokerage part, the real estate brokerage. Right. So he, my father, thank God, and he's so brilliant. I love him to death. He helps people buy homes. Mm-hmm. He's either the buyer's representative or the seller's representative. It doesn't really matter. You can do both. He just has a wealth of knowledge and experience. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to learn from him, you know? Try to mm-hmm. get him to document what he knows, but mm-hmm. he's too busy. But anyway, uh-huh. we'll, we'll work on that in the future. Uh-huh. So where were we? Reorient me. Uh, real, so, so real estate. Yeah. So we have now we have buyer, seller. And then buyer's representative and seller's representative, right? That's yeah, one layer of yeah, middlemen. Yeah. And that technolo- different technology is already replacing them. Is like Zillow and other shit. Right. The r- actual middleman is escrow services, right? The yeah. pure, the, the middlest, middlest. Why? Right. Remember when we talked about trust and economics? Uh huh. So what is the so Bitcoin solves double spending? Ethereum solves the in economics the uh, the decentralized economics the shirking problem mm. the first mover disadvantage problem uh-huh so whoever gives their asset first the other person if you don't know them they could just fucking run and steal your shit and you're gone right right now we're talking about real estate you can't really do that mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. in other regards when you're trading mm-hmm. smart contracts smart right. contracts you're right. seeing it you're seeing it it's fucking brilliant. Thank you, Vitalik. You brilliant, my friend. <laughs> and I, he's like a young Russian kid, right? Bro, I, yeah, I think, yeah, some some Slavic. Hey, listen, we got to meet soon, bro. I have Slavic blood in me, too. <laughs> hey, shout out Lake Prespa. <laughs> Greater Albania. Shout out Northern Macedonia. And shout out, shout out Namakada. All right, anyways. um, Back to smart contracts. So escrow services is the guy in the middle that is necessary in centralized economics to make a real estate transaction occur, okay. to execute. Okay. That's a legal term of art, but to occur, to make it happen, to execute. So um, now with an Ethereum smart contract, you can you know, set the terms and conditions and you don't need a physical person to act or a centralized institution to act as escrow services to ensure shirking doesn't happen because of smart contracts wow it's decentralized escrow very cool smart contracts is decentralized escrow i just realized that i didn't even know that (laughs) thank you god (laughs) i love it so uh what else why so why fuck doge oh why fuck Doge? Okay, so Doge relates more to Bitcoin. So you guys all know what Doge is. It's that meme, right? That dog bullshit, right? That came out when I was in high school. I didn't even know that, what that was. And then I oh. thought, oh, it's a meme. The Doge meme, right? That's what the uh, basis of that is? That's Okay, so the inspiration is be, is that, but it has no intrinsic value other than it's, I don't know the market cap, but let's say it's worth, all the Doge in the world is worth $10 billion today. The actual number is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's a $10 billion meme. $10 billion joke. So it only pumps and dumps when Elon Musk tweets about it. Don't fucking buy that shit. Wow. It's trash. I don't know who invented it. It's irrelevant. It's That's the hype. That's 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 that like you the oppressor just keeps fucking the oppressed. Right. Because the, the people that have all the complex financial products, they can set the bots to buy at the minimum and sell at the maximum. They, they cut profits. They take your money directly. Fuck them. They're in. They're in positions for like seconds sometimes, or micro. Doesn't matter. The yeah. fucking bots, bro. It's not fair. Right. Anyways, that's the centralized world. We're talking decentralization, fam. Fuck.
fuck the centralized world. Well, no, fuck it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> that's the real world. It's the it's mm-hmm. net, but the next level is decentralization mm-hmm. with smart contracts. You don't need escrow services, because what happens in a real estate transaction in escrow, if you're not familiar, is the buyer gives the escrow guy his money, the seller gives her deed to the guy to escrow, and then the escrow just fucking switches hands and gives it to other people, and we trust them. Uh-huh. And they take, let's say, 1% of the transaction. I don't know if that's accurate. It doesn't matter. Okay. Now, Ethereum, if you do the same shit, it's going to be point one percent or whatever, right? Like, tenfold lower because it's, you don't, like, the, 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 how, like, blockchain just makes it more fair because they spread out the public ledger and, like, whoever, you know, puts the most computing power, it's fair. They uh-huh. get, they get to mine the most. So, it's cool. And, uh, like, you, the people that get paid the most, it's kind of like a meritocracy. Whoever puts in the most, they get the most money. It's fair. Versus not the first mover advantage, mm. right? The first Zuckerberg and now his family can rule the world for fucking hundreds of years and f- keep fucking us without pure intentions. It's over. Zuckerberg, all these found must they're all good people. They're dope as fuck. But, like, you can't have a system where they just keep accumulating wealth with impunity and in the background set their will the Koch brothers fuck you guys yeah Elon Musk is after them but if Elon Musk isn't careful bro he can become them right he, real easily why is he pushing Dogecoin I don't know it's fucking irresponsible yeah anyways who cares Elon keep doing your shit bro take us to Mars to the moon uh, yeah. and now we're going to with crypto to the moon now you're seeing you're starting to see the fucking picture guys yeah. I'm so passionate sorry for cursing so what? So what else now about about crypto? Can so so us? now you see we removed the middlemen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In terms of smart contracts, in terms of escrow. So you guys understand that shit. If you don't, then rewind and listen. All right. So next, that second generation of crypto. The limitations with Ethereum is, it's not scalable and it's not interoperable. Okay. So scalability means, guys, it's just like. Um, you know, to scale it, to make it bigger, like to be able to handle more, to a bigger scale, mm-hmm. a fatter person can be on it before right. it breaks, right. right? So what do you guys think fucking uh, Visa can transact um, per second? How much their ledger can handle right now? I don't know. Millions? Uh-huh. Like, and that's fucking... Per second. Per second. Wow. But think about how many transactions happen. Like, how many people are buying shit each second? Who, like, there's 8 billion people in the world. Half of them are fucking unbanked, obviously, or whatever. It doesn't matter, those numbers. Yeah. But, like, Visa handles all that shit. And then they're competitive. They're, Visa is the Coca-Cola, and then there's the Pepsi. There's the Pepsi. Right, right, right. And right. that's going to become important later. Because uh-huh. we talk about crypto asset classes. Okay, yep. There's McDonald's, there's Burger King. I like to say, because that's very stigmatized to most people. People know Coca-Cola is the big boy, Pepsi, boom, right? And then when I say this is the Apple of something, this is the Android, you know what that means too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I'm pretty good at wordsmiths. I can do, I can like speak in metaphors like pretty colloquially, but I'm trying to learn more. Yeah. It's one of my goals for sure. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe I'll try to write poetry. I don't know. You should. We'll see. I love that. I I asked my friend Hussein, hey, when do metaphors become poetry? And he's my like one of my most best friends and like uh-huh. uh, super like bright and very eloquent. Uh-huh. And he just got so excited at the question. He's like, wow. "That's such a great question." Love it because it's so meta. But anyways, so the limitations is scalability and interoperability. Okay. Scalability, if Visa can handle millions at the low end, I think if it's probably in the tens of millions. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Right now, Ethereum can only handle 
What do you think, Adrian? Per second, what do you think the Ethereum network, how, the ledger, how how fast? Thousand. One thousand per second. It's spot on. Really? Yes. Wow. Good spot, guess. Good? No, you're you're a smart dude. There's a reason you picked that <laughs> number. Anyways, it's because of you. Yeah, and your universal intelligence. Well, I looked up, but you know, you you can label it whatever you want. Whatever works. Whatever you works for it. you, right? Right. Anyways, uh, so now we're just depending on Vitalik, his brilliant mind. May God bless him. May God reward him. You know, with the highest level of the seventh heaven. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What uh. We're, we're depending on Ethereum, the organization, to scale. Um, so they're doing a lot of shit to actually do that. And I can't even understand it because I don't know how to code. Real talk. Anyways, oh, it doesn't matter. Learn, bro. Huh? You should learn. I'm going to, like, it's on my to-do list, but I'm, okay. my priority is blockchain education. You guys need to fucking learn this shit so we can move on quickly. And, yeah. and, and yeah. I'll, I'll say at the end, a, a way, uh, I'll give an investment advice. And if you guys want to fucking sue me if it goes wrong, then fuck off. I'll fight you to death because <laughs> I know what I'm doing in my heart. It's right. Listen, uh -huh. so yeah. uh, it's not scalable yet. And I, I think in one or two years, I don't know enough to, to even talk about it. Who knows? When they're gonna scale to, I think the next level is hundred thousand per second. My brother told me, so we'll see what happens. You know, Godspeed Ethereum. So real quick side story is, in two thousand fourteen he wrote the white paper. In two thousand fifteen, him and like nine other dudes, they left, and uh, I mean, they're not they left. They these other dudes. Sorry, bro. Lit as a tit. These other dudes. Uh, I love this. Shout out my cousin Tony Sabin LLC. Yeah. So, um, where was I? All right. So, um, scalability. We'll see what happens. Interoperability. Remember when I said it was uh, a virtual highway? I said yeah. the four. Think of a highway four or five. Yeah. That also meant um, it's you can't. You only can build on top of it. You can't. Or like as in regards to the investment. This is kind of it's hard to make this leap. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Just know for for all intents and purposes, you. Uh, can invest in virtual infrastructure. That's what Ethereum is, the ETH, ETH. Uh -huh. And uh, in regards to interoperability, and it's the only the base floor, you can only build on top of it. It can't interact with the real world, and it can't interact with other blockchains. But it doesn't matter because at, at that time when Ethereum was created, like, no one did that. Ethereum did smart contracts, and then, then that's second generation of crypto. So now you guys understand with what Ethereum, the full, now you understand it. So now we need to, we need to see how they're going to scale. And honestly, they don't need to be interoperable with other blockchains because they kind of, it's, they're too big to fail. In my opinion, okay. they, they're the, they're the base, they're the highway that's going to win in my eyes because it's nonprofit. It's working well. We'll see how it happens. And then, so guys, 10, uh, so 10 people founded Ethereum. Vitalik is like the chairman or whatever. I don't know how they, they, they structured the organization, organization. It's immaterial. But um, then the next year or whatever, two of the guys, they want they, they don't want to do nonprofit. They want to do for-profit. And one of the guys just he got cashed out in ETH and left. I don't know what happened to him. The other guy is Charles Hoskinson. Mm. I've never heard about him. He's pretty important because he's the one that honestly taught me how to teach you guys in this way. Even though he wanted for profit, he's still a very 
dope dude in my eyes. I hope to meet him soon one day. Um, uh, he created, he left after he got cashed out and he started IOHK. And I don't know what exactly it stands for. It's irrelevant. But um, IOHK is like a for-profit entity that builds blockchains for business uses. Like, they'll, they'll be, they were the ones that try to help. I think they try to help Facebook and Visa create Librecoin. Uh, um, and then that shit failed. But I don't even know why. Anyways, that was back in whatever. You guys remember when Facebook was trying to get into crypto? Whatever. Anyways. Oh, yeah. So uh, his company does that. And his company founded Cardano. Okay. Now we're in third generation crypto talk land he founded cardano which their coin is ada mm. ada so you know What's, some people say ada some people say ada what is that so now it's okay so because it's not so congested as ethereum because ethereum is the coca-cola right everyone wants to build on top of ethereum so ethereum allow and then the third generation crypto is interoperability with other blockchains mm. also an important thing the real world okay because ethereum has invented it has no thing how does it get the data to make the contract self-execute mm. if for example in blockchain gambling where is the data going to come from if we bet on this thing and then wh whatever is the outcome of how that's how the contract is um how is it going to self-execute it needs real world data it, ne it needs a link to the real world so my friends pause real quick if you're gonna buy Ethereum, buy it in tandem with Chainlink, mm. and their ticker is L I N K L I N K Link. Mm -hmm. So, links are just that thing. They they link fucking the real world to Ethereum to self-execute. Right now, Ethereum needs Chainlink to fucking take it to the next level. Oh, to wow. be interoperable with the real world. Interesting. Okay, now let's go back to interoperability amongst blockchains. Ethereum doesn't need to be that right now because everyone builds on top of their highway. Everyone drives. Everyone, the, the third generation cryptos, interoperable blockchains, everyone just drives on the Ethereum 405. Ah. Right? Feeling me? I got it. Snaps. If I knew how to snap, Bianca, teach me. <laughs> All right. So, we talked about Ethereum 405. And uh, we're in the third generation of cryptos. And honestly, I don't know too much about it. Uh, but let's get back to... So now you know Ethereum is the Coca-Cola of the virtual highway. Now, what I uh, the third generation of cryptos, they're trying to beat Ethereum in being the virtual highway. But they're also interoperable, meaning... Um, like they can, they don't need chain link. They don't, they, they can talk to the real world. They can, they all, they're doing it all themselves. And the reason they can do it, it's like they can handle probably 1000 transactions per second. And it, it's very cheap to do that because it's not congested. Mm. So that's what ADA is guys. And like, so Ethereum is worth essentially around like 200 bill right now. So I think, uh, ADA is worth like 40 bill, right? So you can see it's like five X to grow. If, 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 uh, the Pepsi to, from Pepsi to become Coca-Cola, you can five extra money. Mm, okay. So now you guys understand that the Ethereum, the Web 3.0, and then the last thing I'll add for that is look into Polkadot. The ticker is DOT. That's Chinese Ethereum, my friends. I don't know anything more than that, but look into it yourselves. I encourage you. All right. Mm. So asset class one is virtual gold, Bitcoin. 
Asset class two, investing in virtual infrastructure, Ethereum, and then Ethereum killers, Cardano and Polkadot. And there's also like, you know, there's other smaller ones that are trying to do the same shit, but doing it differently. So, but those are the big boys like uh, Ethereum 200 bill, Cardano 40 bill, and like Polkadot is like 38 bill. But like, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's like that close. We'll see who wins in the long run. It doesn't matter. Get a little bit of each of these things. Slowly. Okay. okay. All right, slowly, as in, don't do it right now. Let, wait till the end of the podcast. <laughs> do that shit. And uh, uh, slowly over time, but we'll get to that. So, Web 3.0, uh, Ethereum limitations, chain link, da 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 um, There's a re- I, I, My brother told me about this this morning, like, uh, Ethereum update of, ma- of, of making it more of like to stabilize ethereum's price more the way that i understand what he did he's trying to stabilize the price but also scale at the same time but i can't explain that to you guys yet because i just found out this morning (laughs) (laughs) all right um so let's talk about real quick stable coin ecosystems um so in these in the third generation cryptos there's like you know a whole ecosystem a whole financial ecosystem for example you guys know who the winklevoss twins are uh-huh. the people that lost out to zuckerberg in court they yeah. got ca- they cashed out then they started gemini and they went full. Look, first they went full on into blockchain crypto mm. and they found an organization gemini and now gemini is like a ecosystem mm. and they have their their stable coin for their ecosystem and stable means something for it's tied to stability tied to something so their stable coin is gusd and it's, I don't know if this for a fact to be true, but I know it to be true. Mm-hmm. Gemini, or it's GUSD, Gemini US dollar uh, token. Wow. So now, you know, now, you can, now you're seeing what a stable coin is. So the biggest stable coin in the world is the one that's tied to the US dollar because the dollar is the dominant uh, currency in the world, right? That's everything right. runs, that's the number, that's the, what everything derives from is from the dollar. So right. it's number one. So the number one crypto is... Uh, uh, stable coin is Tether. US, mm-hmm. I think it's USDT, but don't quote me. Look, it's, it's Tether. That one's like all the Tether there in the world. Uh, okay, so remember Bitcoin has a finite amount. Ethereum is infinity mineable right now. And so is like Tether. But it's, I don't, I can't explain how the, the protocol they use. I don't know to keep mining. But I know mm-hmm. that Bitcoin each year, it uh, each four years, uh, let's say in this four year span, you can mine like a million coins. The next four million, the f- next four years, you can mine five hundred thousand coins. That's mm. how harder it gets to solve the math problems. Wow. Proof of work. Yeah, we're at proof of work right now. They're trying to pr- switch to proof of stake, which is DeFi, my friends. DeFi is fucking dope. Mm. So decentralized finance, and I forgot which summer it popped off on. I wasn't aware, but I just learned about this, guys, and it's so sick. Um, it's uh the way that i see DeFi as if i had to define it it's like profit based interest uh-huh. or profit sharing based interest it's like staking your money into a project and receiving like dividends over the long term instead of interest debt based financing okay so you know what those words mean adrian right Interest, uh-huh. interest. So now we're switching to this thing in Arabi that I'm learning. It's Murabaha, I think, but I can't confirm it yet. What we're, ta- oh, I don't know. I'm t- studying with some homies, but DeFi profit sharing based interest instead of debt based interest. 
Um, so for it's like they do how you accomplish this is through yield farming. Mm. And yield farming, simply the reason they created yield farming is to provide liquidity. In the meantime, the interest rates are so high per year because uh, to, to incentivize people to switch from the centralized financial world to the decentralized world. So right now, I'm, I'm invested. In, I, I'm not going to tell you guys which uh, um, apps I'm using to do that because I don't know which ones are the best. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm staking so, like GUSD in this one project. And Adrian, tell me if this is a really good interest rate to, for me to loan out my, my crypto. And I can, I can cash out at any time. Okay. I can liquidate. I can pull. I can bring back my GUSD at any time. Okay. What is a good interest rate for me to get per year, return? I don't know. No, just throw out a number. Twenty percent, thirty. Oh come on, bro. Are you serious? Thousand percent. No, 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 no. You're way too high. As in, like a couple. Like, if you loan out money to someone, how much money? How much oh, should they pay you per year? Oh, oh, I don't know. Like 10%. okay, real estate. Five percent. Real estate is what, or real estate mortgages, or what is? Okay, what is the prime rate for for fucking the U.S. government right now? Let's start there. I don't know. It's low. It's super low, right? And yeah. then the next level, the next safest secure asset, is, like in my, I don't know, there's like treasury bonds, all that shit. I don't know that stuff. Yeah. But then the next level for me is like real estate. Yeah. In real estate right now, the interest rates are hella low. So my dad tells me mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. you know, God, God bless, keep the interest rates low for the security family's sake. But um, anyways, I digress. Um, Instead of debt-based interest, we're doing yield farming to provide liquidity and the interest rates right now. My GUSD, I'm in, uh, in theory. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just started a few days ago. I'm in. Uh, I'm getting. I'm supposed to get 8.5 percent APY. Nice. So if I keep my, if I keep my, in theory, it's supposed to be one dollar per, you know, uh, GUSD stablecoin. And for a year, I get eight and a half percent return. And in theory, I, I don't know. Decentralized, I don't know enough to, about the security of DeFi, the security protocols of it, but I trust it enough because it's blockchain technology. I'm just like, I'm so down. I only put, you know, a couple grand or some shit. It's mm-hmm. not, not like nothing crazy. I'm just trying yeah. to figure out. Then I can say, okay, I want to, I want to do this project this, and fuck these guys because right. they're, they're too centralized. Right. All right. Got so, it. so, um, we, we talked about DeFi real quick and then, uh, mm-hmm. So basically, we, what's up la- with XRP, bro? Okay, so there is XRP and then there's XLM. XRP is Ripple. That's the foundation. XRP is their token, okay. and then XLM is Stellar's. That's like the or it's like Stellar Lumens is the organization. Then XLMs they're called Stellar's, I think. So mm-hmm. um, what they're trying to do is replace the centralized duty of Western Union. Mm. You know what Western Union is used for? Sending money to people. To, to, your ho- to your family back home, right? Right. Right? In a secure way, right? And then how much do they take? I don't know, a f- few percent. Now, Ripple, it only costs, uh, I don't know, one Ripple is like less than a dollar or some shit right now. They're, they're in a lawsuit with the SEC uh, oh. because of the way that they I- ICO'd, which is, which is initial coin offering. Uh-huh. They kind of ICO'd, but made it look like a security so they ipo'd without getting the government approval so they're they're either gonna settle soon or they're gonna i don't know i, th- I think they're gonna settle but we'll see who knows what happens uh-huh. anyways um okay this is just w- conjecture at this point right jenner's conjecture <laughs> jenner the generous <laughs> that's what that's what my parents sometimes call me oh, wow, I love Alhamdulillah. It. all right so so um now you know the uh uh western union replacing is is ripple Super cheap to do that shit. Uh, it's like a dollar to, to do that once we're actually using it. Like on the, once cryptocurrencies become ubiquitous and replace fiat currencies. 
Mm-hmm. So, other things that excite me, Adrian. Yeah. Um, decentralized search engine tokens. Mm. Um, so we talked about DeFi and like uh, the the yield farming, the liquidity protocol equals staking equals you get APY pre. Uh, annual whatever APY stands for like if that's what how much interest you get per year yeah. and there's also a project I'm looking into where it aggregates all the DeFi projects to get you the best interest rate possible like takes away 99% of the cost that's the block that's like maybe fourth gen of, of blockchain but I don't know yet anyways it doesn't matter wow uh, look into it if you're interested because I don't know who's gonna win on that shit who's the Coca-Cola or who, it's like there's no Coca-Cola yet it's like there's only one guy doing it so hmm. f- like we'll see it's APY token if you're really that curious Interesting. And it's aptly named APY. I love That's it. That's the token. So, um, fuck Doge, again, <laughs> principally. Uh, there's things called privacy tokens. Um, basic example is Monero. So, I, you remember earlier I said um, blockchain technology is a private but not anonymous? Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't know how Monero works or the, what it is what's about privacy. I don't know. I've, I haven't read much about privacy, but Monero is like as anonymous as you can be. Okay. So we'll look into it yourself if you're more curious. Okay. Um, there is a couple projects working on decentralized app store to host it on, you know, our uh, like whatever operating system you use. Maybe that you can download. I don't know. It's a like decentralized app store. Just that's it. I can say. Okay. Uh. Decentralized YouTube. Hmm. Um, that's cool, right? So real quick, let's talk about how to get started investing safely. Meaning, okay. you're, now you're getting into the decentralized world of blockchain finance. And we don't want people to make the same mistakes that happens to retail investors in the centralized world. So we're going to do conservative financial principles right now. Okay. At the basic level, it's dollar cost averaging. And um, so how you dollar cost average? Whatever disposable income you have a week... For some people, that's $10. Some people, that's 100 Some people, that's $1,000 a week. It doesn't matter. You figure out your own number. Whatever money you can lose a week. Because we don't know when this bull market right now, it's hot. We don't know when it's going to end. I don't know. So it doesn't matter. Just you're, This is for your progeny. And then you're, once the world becomes decentralized and like whatever, 5G becomes ubiquitous, you're ready. So okay. first, download the app called Blockfolio. Hmm. I think it's Adrian. You do this simultaneously as we're talking, bro. I'm doing it right now. Do it, fam. Cause I love you. Yeah. All right, Blockfolio is the closest what we have to Robinhood right now, in my humble opinion. So what's wrong with buying crypto on something like Robinhood right now? You don't do you actually own it? Oh, you know. Yeah. You know, so don't worry about that. I'm working on a, something to answer that question, but I don't want to talk about it yet because it's too. Okay. I just have the idea. I haven't done any work. Okay, on. but just do you know the answer to that question? Oh, I'm it's it's too, it's too centralized. It's too centralized. Oh, okay. All right. It's so on the block, the Robinhood app. Yeah. No, 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 no. Robinhood. The problem with Robinhood that I they still have to abide by U.S. law. Mm. It's centralized organization. Okay. So the most popular app right now is Coinbase. This year, they're probably going to IPO. I don't know what date exactly, what month. But they're saying right now, $100 billion IPO. So why is Blockfolio better than Coinbase, for example? So the fees, Blockfolio charges like... Uh, 1.5 percent oh. per. So if you if you you know if if you're putting in 10 grand or whatever, it's a fucking lot of money. They're yeah. the fucking centralized institution that's they're trying to be Robinhood. Now Blockfolio, in my limited understanding, the fees in Blockfolio is like Robinhood. They're imperceptible to the human eye. Versus one per. If it, if it's 1.5 percent, then 
in in centralized uh in Coinbase, this is point or zero point one five percent, like mm. or zero point zero one five. You know, the, it's tenfold lower. Anyways, the math yeah. you guys can do it on your own. Blockfolio is the closest thing, in my humble opinion. It was originally just a a, a portfolio tracking uh, system. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, and I was using it originally to track my uh, uh, like across. I was buying on fucking five, six different exchanges, f- like you know, trying to learn for you guys. And then you know, like thank God, like a month ago, I could update uh, Blockfolio on my phone, and it's they like it, before it was pretty complex and or like, not pretty complex, but like you know, a little scary looking to novices. But <laughs> now it looks like Robinhood. As in, it's so easy. Like, so there's things like hot wallets and cold wallets, but don't worry about that, guys. Blockfolio is safe enough for now. And all you should do is weekly invest in disposable income in Bitcoin, virtual gold. You under, How much gold do you want to buy a week? Tell me. You can set it up on, on automatic uh, apps like Cash App too. But I don't know what fees they charge. Blockfolio, I don't think it's automatic yet. So you're going to have to do it every week. And then it's cool. All right. So then... um. And if you want a cold wallet and you want to expand more, look into Nano Ledger S. That's all you need right now. So weekly, you're buying with disposable income, Bitcoin, Ethereum. And then like if you're buying whatever level of Ethereum you're buying, it should be 80% Ethereum, 20% Chainlink for now. And then follow my page at blockchain.education. And we'll let you know when that is no longer the case. Um, one second. Uh, yeah. So what we talked about. Okay, so you're going to do Bitcoin. Ethereum plus Chainlink in that percentage, if you want to. Obviously, choose whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. This is not uh, investment advice. This is, you know, uh, companion advice. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm just trying to be a contemporary companion. <laughs> Wait, so you said 20% Ethereum, 80% Link? Yeah, but like honestly, Chainlink. just choose whatever number. If you, if you, if you, because like eventually Ethereum's gonna figure out how to do Chainlink itself once like that's part of scaling and then but who knows like might they maybe they buy all the chain links in the world because they need chain link who i don't know how they're gonna scale but wow. just be ready just in case right. i have a homie who got into chain link at 70 cents mm. a lot of them like oh, twenty thousand of them he bought and what's in that now let me check so i'm not even fucking lying so people <laughs> can date this shit because it's gonna go up until ethereum scales uh, we'll figure out how what happens you know what it is right now bro he bought at 70 cents, like probably 20,000 of them. And this wow. is the homie that taught me about crypto. He paid for his last year of law school mm. just by, but like, you know, he's a one or two years older than me with his own crypto gains. That's awesome. Shout out. You know who you are. I don't want to expose you. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, so he bought. I said, I don't know if the, this, the exact number doesn't matter, but let's just do 20,000 times. Hey, let's say he bought it at a dollar, right? So he bought, he put in two grand, right? Mm-hmm. You know what one chain link is worth today as I look at you, Adrian? Mm. How much do you think? Give me a guess. Random guess. 10. Almost 29. Wow. So he's tw- he's right 30 now. Times, 30 times his money. Almost. Yeah. Well, and like it went higher. Honestly, right now there is, I don't know. Ask Neil, but he knows about uh, the dips and the, that shit. He's studying that. I, I don't study that. I, I care about blockchain educating the oppressed. Uh-huh. So, you know, follow blockchain education, blockchain finance. Um, okay. we, we did what we came to do, Adrian. Oh, so then, oh, the last thing would be, so if you want to get even more saucy, buy some ADA, buy okay. some dot. I don't know what percentages. Cause like, I don't even, honestly, I, I bought that shit a long time ago and like, I don't know how much it's worth today. Cause I, I stopped, I stopped checking. 
I stopped checking my portfolio, and now my brother, I'm like, uh, hopefully he's gonna be a crypto hedge fund manager one day. Inshallah, nice, that's nice. my goal for him. And you know, when you hear this, bro, you know I'm all, I, I fucking love you, Neil. You the fucking, you the epitome of a brother, fam. I love you. So nice. Great you're guy. gonna buy big, yeah. You know him. You know oh, yeah. he, he has a better heart than most. Oh yeah, heart of gold. So, um, you're gonna. You have to buy Bitcoin, guys. Virtual gold. Just when the economy ta- like takes a shit or like whatever, it's gonna be virtual gold. That's what it's it, or it's too big to fail in that regard. In my humble opinion, then you want to invest in virtual infrastructure in Web 3.0. So you buy some Ethereum plus Chainlink, whatever percentage you're comfortable with, and then you throw some money to at ADA and dot just in case they win. Who knows? Who knows if they surpass the c- current Coca-Cola? If they become the Coca-Cola, they're all trying to be. Uh-huh. So. There's other different things we don't need to get into. Adrian, do you have any final questions, my, my cousin? No, man. I mean, uh, I think you went over a lot. I think we'll let people kind of digest that, you know. All right. And then, and then and then we'll stuff. leave it at this. Think about this, guys. NFTs. Mm. Look into that. Look into blockchain.communication. And shout out my Australian brothers, Session Private Messenger. They're mm. the leading blockchain uh, messaging app. They're trying to, they're better than, Signal is, is dope. But it's not enough. We want to communicate on a blockchain, complete uh, privacy, not like obviously not anonymity, but privacy. Remember what we talked about. And then blockchain insurance. I think I think I don't know. I came across something called BMI token. We'll see. It runs on Ethereum on the virtual highway of Ethereum. We have blockchain elections. That's who knows when that's going to happen. I don't know anything about that. Blockchain energy. That's like, honestly, that's the most important probably just to solve uh-huh. and make energy use efficient. But I don't even know anything about that's what the experts are focusing on right now. Okay. And then like the most I'm enthralled with just the simple blockchain nature of like preserving an idea. If you let's say blockchain Jenner, I want to preserve whatever Jenner thinks or whatever Jenner uh, uh, you want to document something and preserve it over time. Blockchain Technology is an up. This is not. This is expert level, and I only know this because I watched one video. I'm not an expert. Blockchain is an append-only ledger, meaning mm. as long as 51% is good, guys, you can't go back in time. It's perfect. So, in the theory of blockchain, Jenner, and he wants to not forget shit that he remembers. He writes all of it down. He preserves it, preserves it. Ah. On a blockchain, blockchain Jenner. That's but like I don't need to do that yet because I'm not even smart enough. My thoughts are not worthy. Anyways, Very once that's like blockchain hadith for my Muslim brothers. Think about that. That's a that's some sick shit or not shit. Sorry, 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 sorry. Stuff for a lot. Stuff for a lot. Stuff. All right. So awesome, bro. We shall. Uh, you know, this has been great. Um, thank you so much. And this is just the beginning. I know we got lots more to learn and educate and talk about, but uh, this has been. A fun time and uh, to many more, man. Love you, fam. Love you too, bro. Peace out, famos. All right, peace.